Thanks to everyone who participated in the Worldwide CacheCon 2021, the first ever virtual worldwide geocaching conference. All contests are closed now. Hey, it doesn't mean you can't listen still. All right, back to the conference. Wow. Hey, whoa, 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 what happened? We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. <laughs> Chad, um, I want you to know, Chad, first of all, I want you to know I, I went to Seattle and I muggled your cash. So, oh well, have fun with it. Sorry. That's I made I made the chain a little shorter. Is that okay? <laughs> Just a little shorter. <laughs> back that way. Uh, before I introduce uh, our uh, host for this hour, I do want to throw it over to Derek. Derek has a question for Josh. All right, Josh. Yes. So you spent a lot of time. I think you're you've you've moved to Gilby now. I think I'm actually I in, I'm tell. actually yeah I'm actually at Gilby right now. Okay, so no. <laughs> tell us a little bit about Tricassius's caches. That's that's almost hard to say. Tricassius's caches is that's like a tongue twister. But tell us a little bit about the time that you've spent in Gilby. Here's the thing that I'm so amazed by. Gilby right now, I think it's like 18 below zero in Gilby. I'm really not in Gilby right now. And the, <laughs> I asked him, I was like, he's got some electronic stuff out in the woods. And I just think it's crazy that he builds these things so, so well that they can withstand the the horrible uh, Gilby, Gilby winters. And they still work in the spring. So um, amazing. The variety. It had me laughing. It had me puzzling. Um, I highly highly recommend um, making a trip up to gilby and then you can catch the fargo geo tour on the way there yep that's really cool so all right gary chad and i are gonna jump out of here it's y'all's thank hour, you sir so have fun all right see you guys later all have right. fun thanks guys take care bye well we got a new hour and very excited uh to have hosting this hour we've got joshua the geocaching vlogger right there Hello. Hello, everybody. And we'll get into another thing he wants to bring up, but also Doug McCray. Hello, folks. From, you're in Boston right now, buddy, aren't you? I'm in Boston. I've been grounded. Yep, you've been grounded, which is amazing because uh, Doug has been to many countries, so this hour is going to be perfect. Uh, but we'll get into that here in a minute. Let's watch our first video.
Hola, saludos desde España. Hi, greeting from Spain to the friends of the Worldwide CaseCon 2021. Spain is a country where you can find mountains, beaches and a great cultural world due to the pacing of the centuries and the number of civilizations that have passed through here. My home is in Extremadura, a beautiful region in the west of Spain, near Portugal. Extremadura is a world land with extraordinary landscape and millennial historical past of many cultures. There are magnificent historical buildings, mainly Roman, Arab and medieval, in beautiful cities like Mérida or Cáceres, and in each building and point of interest there is a cache. For example, in the iconic Roman theatre of Mérida, there are a simple sword-like container, but the crazy you capture from here, take nice photos with it. In Extremadura, there is not a lot of new caches, but local owners try to make special and high-quality caches, such as gadget caches or fire rocks, or gadget caches inside fire rocks. Well, congratulations to your catch token friends to organize this mega virtual event. See you in Spain. Scotland and Spain, what a way to crank up this hour. Uh, I want to start with Doug. Uh, Doug, tell everyone first a little bit about yourself and also let people know just how many countries you've been to, because I love this. Well, a little bit myself. I'm a retired guy. I retired about 15 years ago and took up this sport of geocaching. And I used to do a lot of international travel on business. I was originally involved in video games and the creator of Ms. Pac-Man. And once I retired and decided to go back and visit all the countries I used to work in and go get caches in them. So I'm up to 131 now. Um, I uh, have visited Scotland, got Scotland's oldest, which is uh, quite a hike. I had a uh, weather change on me uh, at the last moment. I was in the middle of a driving rainstorm as I got to the top or near the top of the mountain. It's not on the very top, but GCF0, uh, Scotland's, old, uh, Scotland's first, which is the oldest in UK. And then um, Spain is uh, very exciting also. Um, I've been involved in uh, many restaurants in Boston and uh, one of the food capitals of the world now is Spain and you have to get there for the food. And as you do get a few geocaches. So uh, recommend both countries dearly. And by the way, I'm Scottish, Douglas oh, Bruce McCray. <laughs> there you go, it's perfect, perfect. All right. Well, I want to watch- know, if, uh, Doug, if you could make a very, very tiny Miss Pac-Man geocache, just like that Tetris one. That's right. <laughs> I'll have to give it a try. <laughs> that would be that would be great. Yeah. Um, everybody and people are commenting too, Doug. They love, of course, they love the ghost behind you. I always love that too, that you got the the ghost there. Uh, so anyway, all right. Yo, he's got his shirt on. There we go. I love That's it. That's awesome, love Doug. Doug showing his uh, Star Wars slash Pac-Man. Uh, 
brand thing there. That was that was great. So, all right, we're gonna watch uh, a couple more, and then we're gonna talk to Josh. So we'll be back here in a minute. To talk to Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, in one moment. G'day Gary, Jesse and the rest of the Geocache Talk crew. CMI Shell here, the Aussie Geocacher, coming to you straight from Australia. Now what's caching like down under you, you ask? Well, I'll show you.
Hi everyone, we're Team GeoRec from New Zealand. I'm Rick. And I'm Lynn. We make uh, videos of our geocaching adventures around the world for our YouTube channel GeoRick's Travels. But of course, travel's severely limited at the moment. Yes, we haven't uh, got COVID in New Zealand, so we're free to travel around and we've found some very interesting and unique places. Come and have a look. One of the special places we've found is a group of caches on a sheep farm in the Manawatu. We picked this one up before heading down to a special earth cache on the Rangataiki River. Can you see where it's hidden? It was great passing the ewes with their lambs. We made our way down to the river to find a group of large spherical boulders, concretions, and to complete the earth cache. Right through the middle. You can cache at ocean beaches, amongst rare flightless birds like the Takahe. You can even find a cache and then go gold panning in a river in Otago or along the west coast. You can find geocaches in geothermal areas. This one we found by walking through warm geothermal water and eventually got to a hot waterfall. Then it was into our kayak and then on to another geocaching adventure. We hope you like that small glimpse of New Zealand and we'd love to see you down here geocaching one day. Have a happy and safe geocaching year. So a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, first, uh, Joshua, um, tell us a little bit about what you normally uh, do um, on the social media side of things. Yeah, so uh, for your audience that maybe hasn't seen me before, my name is Joshua Johnson, I'm the geocaching blogger, and I have been making geocaching adventure videos on YouTube for 10 years. Next week is the 10th anniversary of me making geocaching videos, and if you would have told me 10 years ago that I'd be still doing this, I have not missed a week in 10 years of making geocaching videos. So that's, uh, that's really exciting. Wow. Exciting for me, and uh, tomorrow I'm I'm posting a special video to to celebrate. So I'm really I'm pumped about that, and I'm glad to be a part of this worldwide caching segment. And I haven't been to nearly as many countries as Doug, so maybe maybe I just won't share that. No, I, I'm going to ask Doug here in a minute about his experiences uh, down under, but uh, we we have a special one we're going to show later that's down under. It's very unique, but uh, yeah. Be uh, become a patron of Joshua because you get to see videos early oh, that's, on yes. part of his patron thing. And I got a sneak peek at tomorrow and it is amazing. Yeah, there is a very special holiday 
coming next next week. I think it's uh, I think it's on the second. So um, it, that'll be a good hint of what the video is about, and it might be. This is saying a lot. I've made hundreds and hundreds of videos. This might be one of the my favorite videos that I have ever created, uh, and it's. It, I'll give you another hint. It has to do with a groundhog. Wait, did you say the ground? Wait, see the groundhog, Phil. I had groundhog for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so o- over over to Doug. So I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. We're going fairly quick tonight, which uh, we have to do. We got so many, but. Um, Tell us a little experience maybe that comes to mind when you think of Aust- – I'm sorry. I have to lump Australia and New Zealand tonight just because of worldwide. But do you have any, what are your thoughts about that part of the world? Well, this obviously was not planned. That was uh, exactly uh, on my schedule for 2020 is to have two trips over to Australia and New Zealand because I'm trying to finish up all the year 2000 caches in the world. Ooh, and uh, I – Uh, During the pandemic, did pick up my 100th uh, in the United States. Uh, I think there's 114 uh, there. Most of the rest of them are in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, I've been to both. Uh, I picked up a couple of the year 2000 ones in New Zealand, uh, but I have to get back there. And I've got to spend some more time in Australia because there are, I believe, seven uh, year 2000 caches in Australia and uh, so I'm going to be heading there eventually, uh, at least one or two trips, and uh, also have to pick up the rest of my Australia souvenirs. Uh, wow, that's that awesome. Is, so that is awesome. I'll be getting down under at some point. Uh, yeah. I do have the oldest geocache in New Zealand, but uh, I will have to go for the oldest in Australia. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, um, we have Doug also has something to share in a little while. Uh, contest he's got going on. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But first, we're going to do a little Netherlands and Germany. And uh, so you guys prepare yourselves to discuss uh, those areas of the world. Uh, we'll be back here in a moment. Joshua, practice. What's that? Practice your German, Joshua. Yes, yeah, he can. Yeah, That's right. He'll practice his German for us. Yes. All right. Off to the Netherlands. Here we go. Lijkt wel een of andere of een klep. Lijkt wel een gehaktmolen bijna joh. Maar dat zal wel een klep zijn die ze open en dicht kunnen zetten. Gelukkig, maar gaat het niet helemaal volgende, volgens de anatomische manier. Uh, maar wel aan de goede kant. Want ik heb hier in ieder geval een toegang gevonden. Uh-oh. Dat die open is. Dat die open is. We hebben hem te pakken, jongens. Geweldig. Wat een gave kist.
Dear attendees of the Cacheton, my name is Daniel and I would like to show you around how geocaching in Germany is like. We Germans are crazy about geocaches. What we do is, for example, we build geocaching phone booths. This whole thing is actually a geocache. Isn't that amazing? I show you another example. We also turn whole shop entries into great and huge geocaching logbooks like this one this whole entry this wall and this wall is a geocaching logbook where you have to put your uh, gc name with lego bricks on the wall and they're inside of this uh, safe and sometimes we take a car and turn it into a geocache like this one gc The whole car is a multi-geocache uh, where you have solved different stages uh, to, to open the, the box in the trunk. That's how geocaching in Germany is. Another great thing about geocaching in Germany is that each every single geocache is, um, is built so that you can place your beer bottle on top of it, like this one. Um, that's another thing about Germany. Uh, you can always go geocaching with a beer in your hand. Isn't that amazing? So this is geocaching in Germany. If you want to explore the geocaches here, then go to cacher-reisen.com and see our offers for um, English-speaking geocaches. We organize geocaching trips all around the world and also in Germany, uh, if you come from another country, then we get you around here, go to the best places and show you all the great caches, all, all the favorite points uh, you have to collect in advance and spend them here. So see you. Joshua, you have. I love it. Joshua, you have ten seconds. I, I love Daniel Flieger so much. Okay, there you <laughs> go. Like, all right, my favorite humans, and I all found right. all those caches, and he made them look much easier than they were. Yeah, tell us. Take a minute and tell us about your trip to your two trips to Hanover, and tell us about spending time with old Daniel. It was so great. 
I had to go twice. And uh, yeah, so one thing is, yes, the geocaching is amazing. And it's even more amazing when Daniel goes with you because uh, he can read the help you read the cache pages. He can help you solve the field puzzles. Like, for example, that car cache. Um, not only do you have to know car terminology, not only do you have to know where things are in a car, but you have to know what they're called in German. Uh, so that was probably maybe one of the most difficult caches that I ever found, and I would not have done it without Daniel. And yes, he does walk around with beer when he geocaches. <laughs> now, Doug, you've had some great experiences caching in Germany. In fact, you found all the states. I have. In Germany. So tell us a little about your, your time in Germany. Well, that was uh, quite a moment trying to convince my wife that it was a great idea to do a full lap around Ger uh, Germany in two days. Uh, but I did point out that you get to do it with a beer uh, at all times. Uh, so uh, it was uh, quite the event. Uh, we were in Germany visiting some friends and we rented a car and did a complete lap around Germany. Um, and uh, as you we were mentioning earlier, uh, the caches are mainly written in German, and I don't read German, so I was doing a lot of cutting and pasting and putting into Google Translate and hoping I could figure out what it meant. And in some cases, I did and found uh, many caches, but uh, many stumped me also. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, we're about to go. Next, we'll be in Brazil. But before mm. that, um, tell us a little bit about, well, as we're kind of in Europe at the moment, um, is there anything else I know that, that you've had some great experiences, uh, uh, Doug, geocaching in just Europe, but um, is there anything else that kind of stands out? I know, you you know, it's kind of like, kind of like babies. You can't, it's hard to distinguish one from another, but is there a, is there something about uh, some other part of Europe that stands out to you? Well, I, I, the most memorable part for me was um, we were in Budapest uh, with a group of really non-geocachers, and I convinced them that it would be a great idea if uh, four of us got in a car and uh, got up at three in the morning and got geocaches in six countries. Um, and this included Bosnia and Slovenia and uh, uh, a few others. Uh, but it was story. quite the adventure. We got back at around 1030 at night. Uh, we were crossing into uh, countries we did not obviously speak the language. I had uh, written out a paragraph in English and then translated it in Google Translate to each language and had it printed out so that if someone did ask me what was going on, uh, I could at least hand a sheet of paper that they'd laugh at. Uh, I don't think it would have been all that useful, but at least I would have tried. Right. Um, and I remember in Bosnia, uh, the experience there was uh, we were uh, looking around for the cache a little bit, and we looked up, and off the distance, we were not too close, was a sign uh, warning us about landmines. Uh, I don't know if they were active or not, but uh, we decided to keep our distance from those. Wow. Incredible. Incredible that story. That takes terrain rating to a whole new level. It does, yes. Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are now off to Brazil. Here we go. Daniel. Joshua. Oh my gosh, this has been the most fantastic. Hold on. Get, 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 get. <laughs> There's creatures at our feet. Daniel. Joshua. This has been the most fantastic Cash Horizon trip. Thank you so much for an amazing adventure. We've done some amazing things. We've done the Ape Cache. We've done the Geo Tour in, into Walls Park. Oh yeah, the Geo Tour, fantastic. And then, oh my gosh, we went to Iguazu, 
went over the border to Paraguay. We went to Paraguay. I got my very first geocache in Paraguay. And you lost your very first geocache in Paraguay? Yeah, I lost it for everybody. I don't think there's anything else I could do to be more happy. Yeah, maybe one thing more. What? Shall we go to Argentina? We're gonna go to Argentina? No, it's close by. It's right across the border. Right across the street. Oh my gosh. Can we, go there? we could we could cash and log. Cash and log, fantastic. All right, I am Joshua, the geocaching vlogger. I'm Daniel, the geocaching travel agency owner. And this, this is our cache tour. tour. Let's go. Welcome to Argentina. We are here in the Argentina. We're don't cry for me, Argentina. <gasps> We're in the Argentinian jungle. We're about to find our very first geocache in Argentina, and we are not going to cry. We are going to cheer. Yes. All over the world. There are strange piles of sticks, and under them are little treasures. So we're here in Argentina. Nice. We've got the beautiful waterfalls in front of us. And look, Earth Cache behind us. Look at all our friends are getting the answers for the Earth Cache. Yeah. Daniel, it's just. It's just so breathtaking. It's so amazing. I, it's just inspiring. I want to paint. I want to write. Just it gets my juices. Just ah. Is there a bathroom around here? There are a lot of people here. It's Muggle Central. We're gonna use a little stealth and find another Argentina geocache. Oh, in the wall. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Daniel, I really love this place. Yeah, but there's one thing. What's wrong? So many rules around here. Yeah, there are a lot of rules. This they is true. You, they tell you not to jump in the wall. The uh, don't jump in the wall. You're not allowed to go that way. I know. Argentina's strict. to what some people consider the grand finale, the most spectacular spot of the Iguazu waterfalls here on the Argentina side. Oh my gosh, look at this, it is spectacular. Daniel, that was amazing. Yeah, thanks. Once in a lifetime, amazing thing. Those waterfalls were awesome, but I did notice some boats. Oh, there's boats uh, down there. Yeah, there were boats down there, and they, people looked like they were having a great time. Do you think it's possible that we could maybe 
go on the boats? I don't, I'm not sure, shall we? I think we're gonna go in it. I think we're gonna go inside Iguazu. Cashers, it's Lookout Lisa from Cash Advance, and I am so excited to be a sponsor and a part of the Worldwide CashCon 2021. So how would you like to get specially curated geocaching gear delivered right to your door every month? Well, that would be a part of our Cash Crates, which is a monthly subscription box just for geocachers. And we have a special for you right now. If you join up today, you can also receive 10% off with the coupon code WWCC2021. And that will get you 10% off your first invoice. So if you join, join us for monthly, it's 10% off your first month. Or if you go annually, it's 10% off the entire year. And we would love to have you as a part of our Cash Crate crew. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Incredible. I, Joshua? Tell us I was smiling trip. ear to ear re-watching that. Well, I first know. of all, I got to call out the chat chat room right now yeah. because you're viewing one of the most spectacular waterfalls in the world, and the chat room is talking about German cookies. <laughs> so I don't know what's up with that. That's a chat room for you, baby. Right That's there. That's okay. But hey, that trip was a trip of a lifetime. Uh, the Ape Cache also getting to see Iguazu waterfalls. I, the first time I saw it was on planet Earth. And I thought maybe, maybe someday I would be able to uh, go to that waterfall. And the fact that I got to go there geocaching with a bunch of geocachers with Cache Horizon, which is Daniel's geocaching tour group, um, it was unbelievable, life-changing, and as you can see, really fun. Yeah. And did you go get one in Paraguay while you were right by the falls? I sure did. We went. Uh, we went across the across the river. I. I actually, this is a confession. I actually went into uh, Paraguay without a visa because uh, the border is very, let's just say, very, very loose. Um, so the Germans didn't need visa. A USA guy did, but they snuck me in in the back of their van. So I, I, they smuggled me. Not a lot of people can say they got smuggled into Paraguay by a car full of Germans. Well, I paid eighty bucks for that visa. Did you? Uh, and we were planning on driving across, and the traffic was so backed up. We abandoned our car and walked across the border. The visa never was looked at. Uh, I right. wasted 80 bucks, but I got my Paraguay geocache. There you go. There you go. We probably got the same one. Maybe the one on that video, I actually dropped dropped the geocache down the tube, uh, and it was maybe the one chance we had to sign, sign it. Luckily, um, a local uh, gave us and created a new container on the spot. So. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, Doug, like you said, you've had good experiences down there, and actually, we'll get into um, uh, the 
part that I think was part of the same trip. We'll get to that here in a moment. We have a, we have, we have the video you sent us for that, but, uh, uh, first, let's uh, uh, before we do that, let's tell people about um, a contest you got going, and then we'll come back and talk about your experiences in South America. So, tell people a little bit about um, a contest that you're currently running, and I'll bring up the GC code. Sure. Well, I uh, felt that uh, no uh, segment with Gary would be complete without having a contest. Um, so uh, I was thinking that we're doing a uh, quick segment on caching around the world, uh, but we're leaving out the extraterrestrials. Uh, so I figured we'd have a contest where I will uh, give away one Ms. Pac-Man GeoCoin oh, the, the and 24, to the, first, uh, the next 24 people, Ms. Pac-Man path tags. Uh, and I will give them out for uh, the first 25 people to solve for the coordinates on a mystery cache uh, starting uh, uh, in just a second. Okay. And uh, they just have to enter their caching name and the coordinates into certitude and it will track uh, who got there first and will let me know the top 25 people. Um, so exactly. um, Gary, I don't know if you want to do this now or the yeah. end of the segment. Uh, it is no, your choice. No, go for it. The I put the GC code in the, uh, chat room. That's the okay. Right. Then they are yep. probably uh, started. Uh, the geocache has been out for uh, about ten years. It's called ET, appropriately for the extraterrestrials, right. a video game classic series. And the uh, GC code is GC three D, as in David, Quebec Bravo November. That's GC three David Quebec Bravo November. And if you solve it, put the coordinates uh, into uh, 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 certitude, and it will record your geocaching name if you're logged in. And I will send path tags and a geocoin out to the first 25 people. There you have it. This, by the way, I am very proud. Joshua, you've got one too oh, somewhere. Uh, it's one of my favorite coins. That is an right incredible, there. incredible coin, and it's fairly rare. I think, Doug, you only did you only do one run of this? I mean, not many. I've only done one run of that. I've done two two runs two of the runs. path tags, uh, but one run of the uh, geocoin. One run of this coin, and that's it. And look at the back of this thing. It is incredible. So I love it. Um, go check out um, some of our previous videos with Doug. He can tell you all about um, the experiences. Or go to Netflix, and you can watch the, the game on there. That was incredible. Um, but let's get back to uh, briefly your trip there, and we're going to then transition to um, your video. But tell us about um, the trip you took down to South America. It wasn't too long ago. That was a fairly recent trip. Is that correct? You're talking to Josh or to me? To you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Both of y'all had a trip recently. A couple yeah. years ago, 2018, uh, my wife and I uh, were headed uh, to the very, very south uh, but stopped uh, on the way in Brazil, Paraguay, um, Argentina, uh, Uruguay, uh, and Chile uh, on our way down to Falkland Islands, uh, South Georgia Islands, and eventually Antarctica. Uh, so we got eight countries in there um, and had a 
memorable time. Uh, great travels, uh, but particularly getting to see the penguins, uh, the walruses, and a couple of geocaches down in Antarctica. Yeah. And let's watch that video right now. If I can click the button, here we go. Where'd I put it? Well, d help me out there, Derek. Well, while you figure that out, I'll get a yeah. little voiceover. Go ahead. You no, know, I was going to say, go, while I'm looking for, oh, I found it. <laughs> we both found it at the same time. Um, okay, before we show the video, well, yeah, let's show the video, and I want to talk to you about the exact opposite part of the world, okay? It's okay. That here in a minute. So here we go. Additional logging requirements if people don't know ALR. I love the penguins there, Doug. That's great. Well, we thought they would teach us how to do a polar plunge, but some of them even backed out themselves. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, so my. this is an earth cache uh, that requires you to do a polar plunge as part of it. Yes. Um, and um, you're bundled up in about 12 layers and you're slowly stripped down. Mm. Uh, my wife uh, got her clothes off a little bit faster than I did. Um, and then you try building up your courage. And as you saw a little bit earlier, uh, the courage came from a almost entire bottle of tequila we did uh, at 8 in the morning. This is about 9 in the morning we're going wow. out. Yeah, I, I noticed, noticed the penguin bathing suit. Yeah, I noticed she was ready, but she didn't dive in. She waited for you. <laughs> I bet that was cold. I mean, come on, Antarctica. Look at the ice in the background. Yes, this is the best. <laughs> you ready to do that, Josh? That's the Minnesota polar plunges. Oh yeah, it's true. It looks through the ice, so I imagine it's similar. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, but salt water can get colder than uh, fresh That's water true. without freezing. Yeah, incredible, incredible. So, uh, all right. Um, so let me ask you about the um, the other side of the world for a moment. I don't have a video for it, but you have done uh, caches on the other part of the world. Um, tell us a little bit about your experience doing stuff north of the Arctic Circle. 
Yeah, so I, I've, I've gotten 10 caches north of the Arctic Circle. They're all up in Kogluktuk, uh, Nunavut, Canada. Uh, but I've also uh, found caches in Scandinavia, Iceland, Greenland, and Russia. Uh, but uh, even further north and all that, uh, Retired Girl and I put out a Earth cache on Wrangell Island, which is north of Siberia uh, in Russia. And uh, besides the very remote uh, area there and getting to see polar bears, uh, the exciting thing about the Earth cache there is the coordinates. Uh, it's north 70.9 something, uh, but west 180 degrees point zero 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 zero. Um, and uh, it's so it's right on the line east meets west, exactly opposite from Greenwich, uh, England. And as I put it there and submitted it, uh, uh, geocaching uh, app or uh, website uh, converted it from one eight zero dot 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 zero 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 to one seventy nine point nine 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 nine. So no, no. uh, one eighty cannot be handled. I guess it's on the other side of the world or something. Uh, uh. But uh, we got to be there with our GPS reading exactly one hundred eighty degrees and north uh, north of the Arctic Circle uh, up at seventy degrees uh, north. Uh, so incredible. exciting place. Um, we did this uh, a year and a half ago and expected uh, roughly 200 people get there per year. And I did not know whether we'd find other, many other geocachers getting there, but assumed five or six would get there per year. Uh, but because of the pandemic, no one went to the island last year. Oh, no. Uh, so it is still uh, there for a first to find for anybody that wants to get up to Wrangell Island. Uh, the code is gc 8 Charlie, Bravo, Yankee, two. And you can get a first to find up in Wrangell Island, north of Siberia. Challenge. Wow, accepted. that's incredible. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Canada, let's visit Canada for a moment. it like to come geocaching in British Columbia? Well, it's big, real big. We have 950,000 square kilometers for you to explore. And mountains? Oh, we've got lots of mountains. From those mountains come waterfalls, 
bigger and more spectacular than you'd imagine. And that water flows to our 25,000 kilometers of coastline along the beautiful Pacific Ocean. But the best part of geocaching in BC? Well, it's the memories you'll make here. Memories of time spent with family and with friends, finding geocaches together while enjoying the amazing natural beauty of our province. And that's what's really big. Sure, you'll find plenty of geocaches, nearly 50,000 great geocaches to find. But the experiences you bring home from exploring this big, beautiful place we call home, and the new friends that you'll make when you visit, that's what's really super about British Columbia. When it's safe to do so, plan to come visit us. We'll be waiting for you. Well, we, we, we love our Canadian friends. Thank you, Canada, for providing such great geocaches. Uh, thoughts from anyone? And then we're going to go all the way to back to Korea or back to Korea, back across the country world to korea so let's start with canada for a moment i just want to give a shout out to cash canada and uh, land monkey for that beautiful footage what a what a beautiful country and uh you know a lot of people you know when they think about international travel they get a little bit intimidated by it and um our neighbor to the north is an incredible place to, yes. to explore and uh hoping hoping that we can uh, enjoy a geo woodstock up there soon yeah i agree all right, Doug, you, gotta, you wanna say something real quick? Yeah, I'll give a quick shout out. Uh, when we did the uh, trip to uh, uh, north of the Arctic Circle in Canada uh, to Nunavut, uh, we got a great help from a local geocacher there, Nunavut Tady. Yeah. Uh, he no longer is in uh, Nunavut. He's now yep. in British Columbia. So if people are in Prince Rupert, look him up. That's true, yeah, I, I know that guy. He's great, fantastic. Okay. Um, all right. We got one more video to show and then we'll get, get to a wrap up for the next hour. But first, this guy went to Korea. Can you believe it? Who is it? I don't know. Who was that? There I am. I'm inside that little plane. Today, today, today we are going to find the top, yeah, it, the best. It, the most favorite in geocache. If you want to comment on that, Korea, and Doug, if you want to next. unmute too, I'll, I'll get you to comment on your times over in Asia as well. Hey everybody, it is Joshua. I'm the geocaching blogger, and I am in the country of South Korea. Can you believe it? Yes, South Korea, and I'm at the one of the most famous geocaches in the whole country. It's been geocache of the week for the whole world, and it was hidden by this man right here. Hi! <laughs> there he is, Blue Sky 61. You're the hider. I'm so glad you're here because this is a very challenging yeah. But I don't want to Korea. Yes. I do not want any hints until I look for a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Look at this, guys. These are trees that people put locks on, locks of love on, and the geocache is hidden in one of those. Are you kidding me? Inside of a tree lock? 
Let's find it. I'm confident. I've got over 3,800 caches. I should be able to find this by myself. Let's go. Although I do have some help with me. Look at this guy. Yeah. Uh, this guy. We'll try. Uh, we'll try. Have you found <laughs> this before? I have not, no. You haven't found it? Well, let's no. find it together. Let's All do right. this. The cache owner really cracks me up in this video. <laughs> okay. The, the guy in the blue shirt this is guy? Cache, you know what yeah. this is reminding me of, people? This is reminding he, me of He seemed like Seattle, a, a great a guy wall, to hang out with. And a wall is filled with gum, right? And you have to find the geocache that's the fake gum piece. Well, this is a little different. It's like the color of gum, but it's actually locks. I feel the love. Do you feel the love? I feel the love. Oh, all right. Let's find it. All right, they said we have to find the yellow string and when we're close to the yellow string, we are very close to the geocache. Look, 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 look at that, guys. All right, you guys, there it is. There is the yellow string. I couldn't even All right, see it. So now we got to find the Even when I found the, the, the yellow string. Oh, boy, good luck. <laughs> you had to have help finding the yellow string. You had to find help to find the help. He's us. touching the cache. Oh, he seemed like a great guy. Everybody's touching it. Everybody's touching it. It's the string. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can yeah. Swim you can see it. Oh. There it is. String. Oh. Cash. Look at that. Look at that, guys. Can you believe it? There it is. Oh my gosh. There There's nothing romantic about this vine right now. There was nothing romantic. It was a little evil. The crazy thing. The crazy thing is that it was staring us right in the face the whole time. And there it is. All right. All right. Who has the tweezers? Does this count as the first wow. one? Oh, new logbook! Log yeah! Alright! First to find the new logbook. I never even bring a pen to South Korea. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I'm the worst geocacher. Alright guys, I am I signing the most favorite geocache in South Korea. Pen to paper. Here we go. G. C. B. Yes! That lock tree geocache was so awesome that I think I need to add my own lock. Right where the geocache is. Which color should I get? <laughs> what color shall it be? I'm going oh, they, red. they sell them right I'm there. Wow. At the Love Lock Tree, and I bought myself a little lock here, and so I'm going to cache this lock right next to the geocache. So um, I'm going to put geocaching blogger on it, GCB, and then any of you that come here, you can find my lock because I'm going to put it right next to the cache. Uh, you can buy these right inside the shop here, and uh, they give you a free marker too. Let's open up the love. Yeah, we're wrapped up. There it is, guys. All right, come and find that bad boy. I put my wife's name on there. I put my <laughs> wife's name on there. Yeah, that's incredible. It's like, so, well, you can't come along with me, but I'll put your name on a lock. Aww, so that was so sweet. not enough, but <laughs> so sweet. Um, I know we got to get going, but that trip was a prime example of when you're a geocacher, you have instant friends all over the world. Oh, that's true. So the guy in the blue shirt, he literally, he knew I was coming. He literally picked me up from where I was staying in a taxi and took me all around Korea had held an event for me, and when we get to, when we got to the event, this is so funny. When we got to the event, there were about thirty people here, and he goes, "Incredible, he goes, Josh." He goes, "Josh, you're not going to believe this. We're all here." And I was like, "What do you mean you're all here?" He goes, "All the geocachers in South Korea are here." <laughs> Incredible! I Incredible! That was great. Well, guys, it's been a fast hour. Let me yeah. tell you. And I so appreciate you guys being along because you guys have done the great. I've been to six countries compared to you guys. Uh, I need to get out there and start uh, getting more countries. So 
again, thanks so much. 